I'm always over planning everything. I mean, it's like, why have a plan? Why not just walk out into the desert and figure it out as you go until you die? <laughs> Welcome to the intro. I'm Josh Anderson. Hey, I'm Bob Galen. Bobby Bob. Yes. Yes, baby cakes. <laughs> so we are in the place of baby cakes. Uh, Caesar's Palace. We're in the 19th floor. <laughs> yeah, we are. And I'm trying to prevent Josh from jumping out the window because he's so tired of dealing with me. It is. The number of baby cakes and babes that oh, I've heard oh, while in Vegas, it's like he's back with a rat pack. It's, it's the terrible. rat pack. It's come on. Oh, it's terrible. It's like Sammy. Sammy Gosh, and it's Dean. Horrible. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about stuff that matters. Uh, n- number one. Uh, we are at Agile Dev West. Right so now. Agile Development Practices West, TechWell Conference. Uh, it's Thursday, uh, the final day of the conference. Uh, but in November, well, where will we be? Let's just talk about yesterday. We did a peanut butter and jelly. We did do that. Yeah. That, that worked really well. And Josh and I game planned. We have a new for approach for it. So we're next time it will be even better. And we're going to spread, we're going to spread the oh peanut gosh. butter differently That's on the terrible. bread. Uh, and then slap some jelly on that uh, little. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Enough of that. So we did that. Uh, I'm here for the summit. There's a leadership summit on Friday tomorrow. Uh, so I'm, I'm doing a talk there and then, uh, I'll be actually the program chair for that in the fall. So this is, this is a, this is pretty, a pretty good conference, rock and place, good networking, good people, good learning. Uh, good talks, mm-hmm. you know, a, f- a fairly good learning experience, and it's going to repeat in it Orlando in November. November. So, um, so we we recommend it. Metacasters recommend it. I'm going to. Uh, we, we'll be there. Are we both going to be? We'll there? be there again. So we're we're going to be down there. I'm going to be uh, hosting the uh, the leadership summit Friday down there. Uh, we'll have I'll have some uh, at least one workshop. Uh, so cool. let's pretend you were unfortunate and could not make it to Las Vegas to see us but you know november 5th to november 10th you're free so you can go to orlando and you want to do that but you need to save a few bucks you see need to save a few bucks so now they have early birds so get on get on the early not bird. only that but right. if you use promo code cast cast you save 200 dollars on top of the early bird price. is that k-a-s-t or c-a-s-t c-a-s-t cast you get 200 buckaroos off now there is a little disclaimer. You have to send fifty bucks of that to the, the Bob. And, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, so so you only save 150 bucks and you fork over fifty dollars in cash, please. We, unmarked bills. Unmarked bills. We, I don't even know what that means. No, but I see it in movies all the time. We don't want. We do not want any record of the transaction <laughs> other than cashieroo in our hands. So no, uh, you have a a discount. So it's good conference. Uh, Mention the cast. It's a great way of supporting us, and it's a great way of learning. Yes, and it's and it, it's a good way to meet us because we'll be down there. We will be there. Yeah. So um, that's that. As far as the topic of today, we are talking about Kanban or or Kanban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. So we're talking about when it's appropriate, um, why sometimes it's not appropriate, and how you should earn it. 
You shouldn't just jump in, but how you can earn it. You know, it, it's and now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think we've talked about Kanban so much on, on Metacast before. So maybe this this is the first time. I don't know. I don't think we've dug into it like this before. I don't think we've dug into it like this. Believe it or not, isn't that strange? After it 115 is. plus episodes or whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, we haven't covered it. We've talked around it probably, but not like this. Not a dedicated episode. And I actually think there's even some meteor episodes that could be driven from this, right? Wow. On on the Kanban side. Okay. Or some variations on that, uh, you know, like just sort of determining metrics and things or yeah. predictability. So listen to it. Give us your feedback and we'll um, get you some more episodes if you like this topic. So on to the show. We, don't, we want to cut to the chase. So on to the show. It's Kanban. And give it L, and there'll be some links attached to it. So good learning. So let's get there. You can't say I onto can't. the show and, and then, then And then add something. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. All right. On to the show. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. And I'm Bob Galen. <laughs> what was it with the pregnant pause there? I, I was thinking about our previous conversation. Oh, yeah. That's not Metacast appropriate. It's it's not. Well, it's. I mean, I, I didn't want to overplay. I didn't want to overthink things, Josh. I wanted to just, I want to be in the flow. I want to be in the moment. I'm an in the moment kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so Metacasters, we're going to live this one moment by moment. Oh, boy. Right. Here so what's go. our so what's our topic today, Josh? Our, our topic today is Kanban or Kanban or Kanban. Is it, is it? Is it? I don't know. What's the proper? I don't know. It's Kanban, Kanbani, Kan. So know. someone told me. I think this is. I I'm almost positive this is true. That it's it both pronunciations are correct. So Kanban is correct. Kanban, Kanban is correct. And but Kanban. Oh, you can't mix the two A sounds? But you cannot mix the two. Okay. So as long as you're consistent with your A sounds. As long as you're consistent with your A sounds, from a Japanese language perspective, right? I think it's, I think they're equally correct. Well, I tell you what, we, that is enough content. For this Metacast? Yeah. Ship it. All right. So from beautiful downtown. Oh, and everyone, we're in Vegas. We are. So from beautiful uptown Vegas, Caesar's Palace. Um, but, oh, it's not. Oh, no. That wasn't enough? No. All right. No. So what are we going to talk about Kanban? So in, so one of the things that I've seen and heard a lot of places and even came up here at the conference is a team's willingness or eagerness to jump to Kanban because Scrum is too hard. Absolutely. Or it's not working for them. Right. Or they're looking it's too it's too prescriptive. Yeah. Is one oh it makes us do things that we really prefer not to do. Right. So we want to we want to be free. it goes back to that thing of no planning. We want to be free. We want to live in the moment and kanban is an in the moment kind of thing, right? A, a lot of people have use it as a get out of jail free card. Have you expect what have you done? You So there were so at Teradata after you left. Yep. Um we we were doing scrum and a couple of the leaders within the team came to me and they were quite nervous. <laughs> and they said, "Hey Josh, We'd like to try Kanban. And they were expecting me like table flip and say, hell no, and do all these things. I'm like, sure, let's try it. You know, and, and, and to me, the reason why I was actually excited about it was the first time they showed ownership over the process. It was very top down up until then. So that's why you were, and that was the right, I would, not that you're looking for me for like affirmation, but, but that's to me is the right. If if it's one of those moments where the team is showing initiative yeah. and ownership, you almost 
even if they say we need a gold-plated Rolls Royce, you almost want to give it to them. And I knew it was the wrong answer, but to me it was the right move to have them actually take ownership because I knew at some point in the not-too-distant future they would say, that was a bad idea. Maybe we shouldn't have done that. Let's go back to Scrum, which happened, but but it was the genesis of them – really taking ownership of of the process but the the big driver for them was all of the was the transition time was the end of sprint the planning the refinement all of that stuff they were trying to find a way to get out from under that and they thought that kanban would make that all just go away yep when in reality it didn't right none of that planning goes away you just change when you do it you do it in your natural flow it's like cyclical for me to hear that in coaching and i mean it, it depends on how many clients i get and are they long term clients and short term clients but over over the years there are like bursts where i hear that more so like kanban is a get out of jail free card mm-hmm. and and folks are like well we need to go to kanban and it's like the second week, you know, it's their first sprint. It's right. the second week of their first sprint. And it's like, oh, this scrum stuff is really oppressive. Uh, Kanban. I, I was talking to a buddy who works over at, you know, at Google. And they use Kanban. And it's like this get out of jail free card. And usually the way I describe it when I'm saying no, so I'm not as receptive as you were. Mm-hmm. And I think your 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 situation was correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I talk about earning it. So, and I, and when I was at iContact, we moved from Scrum after a few years into Kanban. And it was the same thing I said to the teams there. I'm like, I think Kanban, because it's so lightweight and because it has less, it has fewer rules. So what's attractive about it? It is lighter weight and it has fewer rules than Scrum and it's flow based instead of being plan based or duration based. I'm like, you need a sense that you need some maturity yeah. in order to operate effectively in Kanban. So if you've never done Agile before, Kanban is a sort of a weird place to start mm-hmm. uh, for an immature team because it has no rules and then the rules can go negative. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and that's the whole Shuhari thing, right? Like, yeah. Like a shoe team should not go to Kanban unless unless they're unless they're doing like pure ticket based flow work. Like if they're like if it was a help desk, if it was a mm-hmm. team that was doing ticketing help desk, so getting calls. And then having a queue of prioritization, and mm-hmm. then just and then just picking tickets off and fixing things. Mm-hmm. Then then I would go to that to Kanban for that team, but for a software team, mm-hmm. let's say a product development team, anyone mm-hmm. doing software, no matter how complex or lightweight, I don't think Kanban is good. So plan oriented software development, product development, yeah. I don't think Kanban is the right place to start uh, because of that fact. It doesn't. It doesn't have enough rules. It doesn't even have XP rules. So the other thing, it's not just Scrum. Uh, I know you do this as well. When you introduce Scrum, I introduce XP practices. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the maturity for me. Uh, and I try to explain them. And usually my response is, can we try Scrum yeah. for some period of time? Can we run 10 sprints or can we run five sprints before you start immediately saying it sucks and we're going to throw in the towel? Um but that comes back to Kanban is it, it doesn't have those rules. So I think you have to get, have an idea about agile. Sort of. So here's a question to you. Have you seen Kanban done? Well, I've only ever seen it where people abandon ship on scrum and jump to Kanban and then it becomes a total disaster. Have you ever seen a truly mature team running Kanban? Well, I, I 
I mean, we had teams at uh, iContact, for example. I mean, that's a tough question. What I'm hanging on is the well. Mm-hmm. And how do you define well, right? Because it's a continuum. Yeah. Um, so our DevOps teams and our help desk team at iContact were doing Kanban for a few years mm-hmm. as we were doing as we were doing Scrum and product development. I felt like they did it really well, mm-hmm. right? So it worked. It worked for them. But it was simplistic Kanban. Uh, they didn't really, they weren't really sort of modifying based on their throughput. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really weren't paying attention to metrics. Uh, they, they were using it as a visualization. So it was sort of maybe a mature um, planning board, mm-hmm. right? They had whip limits. Yeah. They, they had, they were going through the motions. I just, I just attended David Anderson's advanced like, coaching master class for the second time um, a few months ago. And and I forget what he now I'm forgetting what he called it. There was like entry level Kanban and then there was advanced Kanban. Mm-hmm. He didn't say entry level, and there were phases of entry level. And so what I've seen most folks do is what he describes as entry levelish Kanban. You're you're doing visualization, you're doing uh, you know queue uh, refinement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have whip limits. Um, you know you have someone business constraints. You're learning. You have retrospectives, but you're not really. Uh, like you're not paying attention to cumulative, right? See, you aren't uh, maximizing cum- the throughput. Well, there's and following what, the cumulative flow diagram. Exact, and all the, right. Exactly, and you're not continuously sort of refining your throughput and really doing data analysis. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the line to me of, of beginning Kanban and advanced. I'm, I'm trivializing it, but uh, but that's what he was saying. Uh, and he had like 10 different sort of little scenarios of these entry level Kanban. And from his, his point of view, maybe 80% of the Kanban universe. So he wasn't saying they were bad. Mm-hmm. He was just talking about it as a continuum of maturity. Mm-hmm. And most folks sort of fall below the line. Right. Uh, I've seen the below the line stuff be pretty successful. Uh, I haven't seen, I, 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 this is sad actually. I don't know if I've seen like an above the line Kanban team. I've heard of them, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, no, it, that's the same here, right? I've heard of them, but I've never actually seen it, right? And I think it that really speaks to the maturity that's required to do it well. And I think that maturity is such a rare thing that A, they are that mature, and B, they've had the time under Kanban, they've actually stuck together long enough to get to that point, right? right? That's a pretty rare scenario just in the world in general. Right. And Metacasters, I'll go back. I'll try to. I'll take the action to go back and try to dig up the specific definition, and if I can get any links to those references from from Anderson, mm-hmm. and we'll add them when we post this Metacast. I'll he's not back. related to me, is he? No, mm-hmm. no, that's too bad. He's got. He's uh. He's not Irish. He's uh, Welsh or something or Scottish. He's a guy. So he's got an accent. So so I... let's see. So he's got an accent. He's and he's incredibly full of himself. So now we have um, we're going two for Metacasters. We're going two for two. <laughs> I I <laughs> exactly. And did I say he's incredibly uh, full of himself? I like he's got it. Like he's got a you know sort of a you know a, a triple ego. Uh, but but wow. it happens that he's really smart too. Yeah. Well, so, hey, he's, yeah. so three for three for three. Yeah. I, so so maybe he's really maybe she long lost a little brother or something <laughs> like that. Uh, now I lost my train of thought. I was going to say, oh crap! I was going to say something. Um, I forget. Give it time. I'm sure you'll come yeah, up with yeah. another long winded diatribe. 
My only solace in that, Josh, was I know diatribe hurt on the way out. Because <laughs> you pulled it out of somewhere. Come on, no. Yeah, it hurt. I've got a solid yeah, vocabulary. No, no, it hurt. It hurt you. No, the, that, come on, man. It hurt on the way out. Um, what was I going to... So back to earning it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at eye contact... Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, it's not just team maturity. We were off track there a little bit. The biggest concern... When we went at eye contact, we were doing Scrum for about two or three years. We got fairly good at it. In mm-hmm. fact, we got we got really good at Scrum, and we had really good results from Scrum, mm-hmm. and the teams were really rocking. Uh, but the thing we were waiting for for Kanban, so the thing that drove us was that t- there was the tyranny of the time box. Mm-hmm. The way I described it, you maybe have heard me say that before. And what was happening is that and we were doing release trains there. So we had release trains and we had multiple scrum teams. Uh, so we would do things on synchronized tempo, but we weren't always ready. Mm-hmm. So out of 10 teams, like six would be ready for the release and four would be like, we're not ready. We'll get those four ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they were either too early or too late. And, mm-hmm. and so they weren't ready, but we would make them go through hardening. We would make them go through a release week. We would make them... Because we were all synchronized. Mm-hmm. So they would be like, we we're just in the moment. We were we were on the cusp of one more sprint. We were in the zone. And then you 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 know, you morons made us stop everything. And mm-hmm. we're not part of the release. I mean, we're part of the team and we're part of the organization and we have product components. Yeah. But you're making us do things for like three weeks that really we so we lost our mojo. Mm-hmm. Then we have to go back and get our mojo. And it's like, that's stupid. We should have just been allowed to stay in the zone mm-hmm. and then and then finish what we were working on as a team and then deliver it later because we weren't part of this release right, for, yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. But you're making us do this because it's the synchronization, it's the time boxes, it's all for one, one for all. And over time, it made more sense to me. It's like, you're right, you're right, you're right. right. It is stupid. It is stupid. Why aren't we allowing you to flow? Why are why are we making you do something that doesn't make sense? And these were they were these were not anti team comments. These were not, you know, how people are resisting agile. Yeah, yeah. This was not that. This was they were actually thinking from a business flow point of view. Mm-hmm. These these were right comments. And we had this aha, and it's like you know, Scrum makes you do things from a pure like learning deployment. It makes you do stupid things sometimes, like you slice things up to fit your sprints. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that makes sense, and some, but it forces you. Yeah. Right. So what does Scrum do? It forces you to have a Scrum master. It forces you to have a product owner. It forces you to have a backlog. It forces you to slice in two weeks. It forces you to plan on the first day of the sprint. It forces you to deliver on the last day of the sprint. Right. Uh, everything you do has to fit into those constraints. If you really get maturity, those things, those are more shoe. Mm-hmm. Can, those are more shoe things. And as you get to be a Han or team, you start challenging them. Yeah, yeah, because th- those they they force you into good habits, right? So if you don't have that two week time box and you're a shoe team, you're going to end up with some gigantic story that's right. three months long, right? And you're going to fail at it because you weren't forced to break it down, right? So it forces you into good habits, but and if then you're as mature, you go and right, it, it becomes it becomes, it becomes second nature, and right? Then, and and you understand the value of breaking it down, and you understand the value of those and you roles, do it naturally, right? and you appropriately break it down, so right. you don't need some artificialness, right? And and that's that was what so the tyranny of the time box or the tyranny of Scrum for mature teams. But now you've earned it. But mm-hmm. the other thing we were waiting for 
it's the product owners. Yeah. So the other thing for us is, is the product, is our product owner organization mature enough? So this is outside the team. Is our sales organization mature enough? Is our, you know, our executives mature enough to handle, because you can't, it's really hard to forecast. So in Scrum, it's hard to, you can do release planning and PI planning and you can forecast things. It's agile forecasting, so it's triangulation, but you're mm-hmm. still forecasting. Right. In Kanban, what's the forecasting? We'll know it, we'll know it when we see it. Right. We'll know it. We'll be able, we'll, you will be able to ship it when we're done. But I still think you could get to a similar approach. So I think as some of the things we've done with the Agile Donut, I think you could still go through, you call it PI, we still called it PSI. But it's, right? but it's, ten, but I think you could still forecast out based on history. But it's 10 times, based time, on refinement. But it's 10 times harder. Why? From a, from an outsider perspective, understanding what the hell we're doing. It's not from an inside. You have to look at it from the organization looking in. It's like, at least in Scrum, they get a heartbeat. They get a tempo. They get release tempo. There are dates. You do do sprint arithmetic. Mm-hmm. In Kanban, you don't do that. There's more trust. So there has to be more trust and more flow-based trust and more understanding of Agile. I, I guess what I'm trying to describe is the product organization needs to be much more mature to be able to communicate out yeah. okay. and to handle like what I would call throughput-based estimation. But I think you could still wrap a framework around that and get to reasonable forecasts. I think you have to be a special organization. So, so this goes back to, we just plop Kanban in right? and then what happens? <laughs> right. so, yeah. so I think there's, so yeah. what I'm trying to allude to is there's team maturity, which mm-hmm. is, but it's, but beyond that and equally, if not greater important is there's organizational maturity. Right. And I think scrum fits into lesser agile organizational maturity easier. Yeah. And yeah. Kanban is is a more challenge and we were like waiting one of our things was when we were talking about the scrum to kanban transition some of the discussions were is the product is the is the company mature enough to Mm -hmm. handle this flow-based estimates right right so then that then supports the whole very few really well done kanban teams right because not only did they have to be at a certain level, the organization had to be at a cert- certain level to be able to support Ex- exactly. them, which, which diminishes the likelihood of it actually happening. That's what. It, that's really what I'm saying about yeah. it. I think. I think Kanban fits that. Uh, and again, it's the product side. That's another reason why Kanban is more attractive on the operation side because it's usually the C level team is not making external yeah, commitments. Right, yeah. Based on the operational, you know, stories that are getting done, right? Right, yeah. Right, it's more hidden. It's more of an internal practice as opposed to an external delivery commitment practice. So, so I used to use this language of we had to earn it, mm-hmm. right? We had to. Gain. That's a big earn, though, right? Like that's a like you're asking for a lot. You're asking for the team slash teams to right. get to a certain level, and then also have the organization potentially transform to a good point, a healthy point where it can support it. And I think they can. I yeah. mean, I contacted, took us a couple, again, I'm not saying we were, it's just an example. It probably took us two years. Right. Uh, the other thing is that reliable delivery, mm-hmm. then it extends from, from Scrum, the, you know, the stand and deliver, stand and deliver, and, and quality was getting better. We, we earned trust in the organization because when we went to Kanban, I don't think anyone knew. No one outside knew what it was. I mean, we described it. We trained a few people, but there was risk associated with it. Yeah. Uh, so we had to gain trust, mm-hmm. right? We had to gain execution trust. 
because folks were just sort of going along for the ride. Right. Uh, and I don't know if you get that in a week or if it's the initial, if the initial thing size comes into play too. Mm-hmm. If, if it's just one team, um, you know, whatever. So, so some dynamics around it's, it's a get out of jail free card. Be careful with it. I think it requires maturity. One of the things that Anderson, he reminded me when I went to the class that I think is beautiful about Kanban and I, I sort of hate it about Scrum is Kanban has this view where you start where you, it, it's the tagline is start where you are. Uh, so you start with what you, what you're doing now and you don't add anything. So Scrum, Scrum adds things. Scrum judges you. Scrum says, what are some of the things? Scrum says, define a time box, hire Scrum masters, mm-hmm. hire product owners. You need a backlog. Uh, you can install Kanban and it just basically says, create your Kanban board to mirror your current workflow. Mm-hmm. Don't change any titles. You don't need any more people. You don't need any less people. We respect the way you don't have to change. <laughs> you have to slice your stories this way. There's a, there's a, there's a cake model. Yeah. It can you do not have, I mean, those are aspects of agility. But but installing Kanban, the essence of it is start exactly where you are today, and respect. The other thing that he emphasizes is respect history. So don't come in that like you're not agile. So we have you're not Scrum. Mm-hmm. So you have to become Scrum. Kanban is a capture the current workflow, then start looking at it and improving from that. I think there's something really cool about that. Respect and start from where you are and move forward from a change management. So, so it's interesting. Yeah, but to muscle. me, that 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 is dangerous for a immature team. Again, again I'm not fighting one or the other, but right. it it aren't we're being really presumptuous when we come in to an organization. Sometimes I feel really obnoxious with agile and with scrum you are and i am <laughs> i i mean gen, generally I'm, I'm obnoxious but I, I i sometimes come in and i'm like you know you're being an ass bob you're you're not sort of not me even the organization it's like you're not acknowledging that these people have been successful historically mm-hmm. you're not giving them credit for the past you're almost generally saying what you've done sucks and we've got this perfect answer for you called scrum. Right. Yeah. Here, go use it. Yeah. And then, and then we're shocked at when we get resistance. Right. Yeah. And people look at us and, and they're either, either upfront resistance or subtle resistance or sabotage. And, and all I'm saying is Kanban is a much more respectful it starts in a much more respectful position. Mm-hmm. And I think we could start Scrum that way. Even if you started Scrum, but you started Scrum by having like a a celebrate <laughs> a celebration process, right? That says celebrate what you've done. Mm-hmm. Not everything sucks. And then how do we move towards towards Scrum? So you look like you're really struggling with that start where you're at thing. I, well, I... I get it if you're a mature team, but I think if you're a mature team, you likely don't need Kanban to do some drastic improvements. They're, they're right? actually so not. No, they're they're not even. You can be the you could be the best team on the planet or the worst team. They're simply saying, right, embrace. Right. So Kanban phase one, and he's really he's really crisp about this. Mm-hmm. Is don't change anything. Put a wrap around what you're doing. Look at what you're doing. So. 
start where you are, mm-hmm. visualize, and then Kaizen, continuous improvement. Okay, well. Start where you are, put a wrapper of it, tr- make it visible. Does it, so does it give you a framework for how to do that improvement or is it wide open just improve, right? Because to me, that, that's, it that's. Is, well, this goes back to the maturity and I'm, I, again, I'm right. isolating a little bit. So but, the thing I worry about and where I'm coming from is coaches my kids have had. So baseball coaches, right? Of, oh, throw what, you know, Johnny, throw better. Right. Like right. not, not, not showing them, this is what you're doing wrong. This is how you improve throwing. So you become more accurate. It's just make a better throw. Right. So as long as it gives a framework for them to improve in the appropriate ways, well, then I'm down with it. But well, if it's just wide open, make your throws better. Right. That doesn't do anybody any good. It's sort of in between it's wide open. but So it says do Kaizen, but it doesn't say when. So scrum says have a retrospective. Mm-hmm. It actually says when you're supposed to do it. Right. It, it all, even, it's even intrusive and says how long it should take. Right. Right. So for a two week sprint, it should take this long. So do it, do it on this day and make it this long. Um, Kanban just says Kaizen is good. Mm -hmm. Right. Retrospectives are good. A coach would probably tie it. Like you can lay a tempo on top of Kanban if Mm -hmm. you want to. Right. Yeah. And you could, you could have a tempo of retros or planning. You could do planning. It's, it's just mostly flow based. All I'm, all I'm trying to get at is it is open ended. It, but it puts that burden on the team. And what I like about it, start where you are. Uh, we recommend. So instead of do, we highly recommend Kaizen. Uh, we highly recommend that you, you have a continuous improvement mindset that's owned by you. But whereas Scrum tries to enforce that by doneness and rules, uh, I think Kanban tries to encourage it out of the organization. You know, mm-hmm. like you would opt into that. Mm-hmm. Now, it re- now you can have coaches with Kanban that put pressure on the team. You can have training, etc. But it, I, I, I like the aspect where it's not pre- the way. Maybe the word that comes to my mind is presumptuous. Mm-hmm. Right, Scrum. When you put, install Scrum, it's like this presumptuous thing that we know better than you do. Right, suck it up and do do your work by Scrum. I, I'm exaggerating it, but but it does have a presumptuous quality to it. Uh, you've heard people say, "Have you ever?" You're not doing Scrum. Mm-hmm. Even I, I just wrote an article about that. Right, about the reason that most agile transformations fail is because people don't actually do Scrum. Ex- and if they just did Scrum, and they did it by the book. They'd be in a lot better position. And I get that, but it's also sort of a, you're shoehorning it in and it's, you're, you're not, so people aren't opting into it. Mm-hmm. You are opting them into it. Kanban is trying to create more of an opt-in strategy is another way to say it. Yeah. The problem I have though, is that in, in a lot of the places where I've been hired to come in and drive change is that if that group was driving that change, I wouldn't have been hired or you as an external coach wouldn't have been hired. Right. right? That there, there, there's, there's something missing, right? There's something missing. And, and oftentimes it's that, um, maturity, right? And so you're brought in to help educate them on what maturity looks like and help them get there. And then it becomes self self-fulfilling. So we can even do scrum again. I'm not, I'm trying to describe like the philosophies behind it a little bit and the entry strategy, uh, you could even do the same thing. What what it's saying is allowing people to opt in. Mm-hmm. So we could. So if we're going to install Scrum, 
but we want to use maybe a Kanban philosophy is instead of saying to the, you're the VP of a team, you're the VP of an organization. You have, you have a hundred people in your organization mm-hmm. and, and you announce that I'm bringing CSMs in and we're going to train for two days and then we're going to do scrum. There's no opt in. Right. Right. There's no, there's no pool. There's a push. Uh, we're even, f- so you could even say we're doing scrum. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do some training, and then we're going to have some discussion, and I'm looking for everyone, all 100 of you. I want you to start asking why, ask clarifying questions, you know, get to, you know, get behind it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, and I want you to opt in, right? I want you to sort of say, yes, I, it's not perfect, but I have enough information where you're going to pause. But that does, that's more respectful. Yeah. And you would actually honor them. You're not, you're not entering and saying you suck. Here, this is going to fix world hunger, but it's sort of part of that is embracing or acknowledging that, you know, I mean, a lot of time, and I don't think we do this with agile transformations, you know, a lot of times people position it as we've done terrible things and this is going to fix everything, mm-hmm. but there's no recognition that whatever you did before, if, if you're a, a billion dollar company, even if you, you suck, did something right, you did something right yeah. to grow into a billion dollar company. And these people, and maybe you did it in COBOL, and now we're going to Java. Mm-hmm. The, the COBOL is not crap. I mean, that stuff, you worked hard. Let's be, let's honor the past, mm-hmm. right? Let's honor your efforts. And I think con- that's the start where you are. Yeah. Right. It's, it's honored a little bit. So, so again, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I agree with your maturity. Mm-hmm. I, I think Kanban is maturity matters and it really matters on entry. Yeah. Like, do we have experience in it or not? The other thing for me is it's the style. When I'm talking to people about choosing one or the other, it's are you doing more planning stuff or are you doing more reactive stuff? Yeah. If you're doing more committed, milestone, planning, scope-driven, customer dates stuff, project management stuff, mm-hmm. product management, then Scrum is much better a much better place for that. Yeah. If you're reacting to uh, bug fixes, hot fixes, customer calls, emergencies, Things like that, operational support, where priorities change, workflow changes, mm-hmm. and and the idea is to sort of maximize y- your your responsiveness mm-hmm. and to be nimble. Well, then Kanban works for that. So yeah. reaction based versus plan based. Okay. Uh, did we cover? The I feel intent? like we did. I think I think we did. Oh, and it, I I think we need to put a couple links up there. I've done a I've done a webinar, a one hour webinar. On Kanban is an overview. Does it have video? Does it have? Well, it's. Recorded. We would love to see Bob smiling. Oh face. no, 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 no! It's not. My voice is there, but no, oh. no, not my face. It's not one of those. It's so much more fun. Yeah, you, you're right. Actually, <laughs> uh, so not not for me, but it's 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 more personal. Yeah. Uh, but I can put a link. We can put some links up there for, for that. I yeah. think that might be relevant. Okay. So let's stick a fork in this sucker. Let's Con- do this. Kanban. So from a flow point of view. We've got this this story done. So from beautiful downtown Caesars Palace in beautiful Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, I'm Bob Galen. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake. And big. Take care, y'all.